0: here we are we're back for rogue table talks centennial edition that's right uh, number 100 uh get your centennial
1: t-shirts and yeah, coffee mugs yeah
0: right the merch at a uh, local the, rtt the merch, store right the rtt merch store will have a whole line of centennial um uh, you know merchandise uh, for you uh, visors <laughs> 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 for all of you <laughs> golfers and advisors for your golfers and, you know, mm-hmm. rtt golf mm-hmm. line <laughs> uh you know scarves um, you know we have this whole century club a whole century club uh yep. membership that you can join for 99.99 uh yeah it'll get $100. you get your
1: podcasts for the next 100
0: right it'll get you uh free podcasts uh and it's uh, yeah, a whole lot. It's a big deal. It's a big deal for us. Uh, if I if I think about it and have uh, enough time and energy, and you know, don't don't get too bored, I might put some celebratory music in, you know, right here, uh, mix it in here. <laughs> but if not, uh, just imagine. I'm going
1: to take the rest of the day off in yeah, honor of right. the centennial. Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: It's only no, it's only right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we are, and it's it's the week after Easter. Um, So we had a great Easter uh, celebration. Uh, It was good weather. Everything was good. Um, No rain, no clouds, sun, um, people inside, people outside. Um, How about you guys?
1: Yeah, it was really good. We had a really good Easter. Um, We didn't do any outside services. I preached at the sunrise, which started at 6 a.m., which was very early. 6 in the Uh a.m. Call
0: time was 5 so when does uh, the just the sunrise when does the sunrise
1: there was this... you know it, it wasn't a literal sunrise service um, <laughs> is it still dark at 6 a.m it's still dark though we I ended in the dark <laughs> we ended in the dark and then you walk outside and the sun's kind of coming up so uh. um but you know in in the it's a good service a good part about it is it's a continuation of monday thursday it's about a 40 minute service it's a 15 minute sermon it's you know kind of starting in silence and dark and moving forward towards more celebration. So, but it was a good overall Easter. We had, uh, we did registration. Hopefully it's the last time we'll do registration for uh, services. We only did it for Christmas and Easter because of the mm-hmm. size. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I think we're moving more open. But it was a good, good weekend.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're talking about, you know, that's our next move is to try to think about, you know, what makes sense for us. Uh, people are getting vaccinated um, here. Uh, I mean, it seems like a lot of people I know are in the, they have an appointment or they had one shot or they're fully vaccinated. Um, And I think it's anybody who wants it, I think is pretty much now around here able to at least get an appointment because there's appointments uh, locally now uh, where they used to have to drive a couple hours. Um, So, yeah, I mean, who knows, you know, June 1st, some, you know, I don't think much later than that uh, would be my guess at this point, just looking at the trends. And I think, it'll be interesting to see grocery stores and other places at some point will probably begin to relax at some point. It doesn't make sense when half the people or more than half the people have been vaccinated. Um, that, you know, then everything, you know, at some point maybe it just becomes optional. So, uh, but everyone's sort of trying to feel that out, I think at the same, same time. So, um, you know, I don't know what are you thinking in terms of masks and is it already kind of optional? there uh
1: no it's not yet uh it we move to non-social distance sections and so then the next move will be to spread those sections and this will probably happen pretty quick to spread those sections wider mm-hmm. um, and then to make those sections mask optional mm-hmm. um, and i think there's a lot of people here that are ready for that um, Yeah. Uh, in in both services. There's some people that aren't, and so there'll, yeah. there'll be sections that can still be masked in social distance. But I think that'll probably be this month, honestly. Yeah. By the end of this month, I would assume there'll be some mask-optional sections.
0: Yeah, well, we'll probably take the month and just kind of talk talk about it, maybe, you know, send, communicate out, these are the is that we're looking at, maybe ask people what they think, and then I would imagine sometime this month we'll pick a day when it'll become you know, optional would be my guess in the future, whatever that day is. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, um, anyway, uh, we'll see how that plays out. Um, any, you know, RTT listeners, uh, I'm not sure that's official information. That's the stuff we're talking about now. So, uh, <laughs> don't, don't but, be posting. Yeah. Don't, don't, act, don't, don't put me out. Uh, on blast. Uh, as the kids say, <laughs> don't put me on blast on your show, on your mentions. Uh, that's right. Is that right? That's right. Right. That's how they yeah. say it. Uh, all right, so uh, week after Easter, and um, so the, we're through the Gospels, and we're looking. We got a couple more weeks. We're going to look at um, life of Jesus, and this is the Ascension. Uh, it is uh, the as the Book of Acts opens, and it's one of those things that we've talked about before, where there's examples of movies of stories that, like, they appear to be over, and resolved, but really, um, it's the it's. It's the, the start of another you know chapter or another movement. You appear to reach a resolution but then there's more. Uh, and I think in this case it's almost like uh, I don't know if you watch you watch any of those shows where it's like a one season ends and yet there's sort of a, a cliffhanger or something where the story resolves but then you find out oh, something else has happened that I didn't expect and now it opens up room for a whole nother season or a whole other story or or, <laughs> yeah. or whatever right? Yeah. Um, I tend not to watch those shows that, I mean, I don't know if I, it doesn't work for me, uh, that much. So, um, you know, I kind of have to, the show, everything has to go together. I mean, there's lots of popular shows that I'm sure that were like that. Um, but, uh, um, I think I, wa- I mean, uh, I watched the walking dead for a while and it seemed like almost like every other show was like that, where you feel like guys were just getting, uh people you thought were permanent characters where you get eaten by zombies and you think, oh, okay, I didn't see that coming. Uh, mm. Now what? <laughs>
1: yeah, now what are we
0: going to do? Now what are we going to do? Uh, and so in this case, I think, uh, you know, the disciples had all of this sort of expectations and then Jesus dies and they don't know what to do or think and then Jesus rises uh, and then they don't know what, To do or think Uh, and uh, this is the opening of the book of Acts uh, where Luke uh, the gospel writer uh, Luke who wrote uh, to Theophilus um, uh, we can talk about who that might be but he opens the book of Acts which he also the Luke-Acts things are sort of the same story Um, and After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. And this is the angels then speak to them. And so this is uh, Luke continuing the story to Theophilus and sort of wraps up the gospel story about Jesus. And he spends a fair amount of time talking about the... Uh, It's not like there was a rumor that Jesus, you know, was bodily bodily resurrected, but that he presented himself, many convincing proof, over a period of 40 days. uh, And, you know, he had a lot of interaction with them. Uh, And then he then, uh, probably at this point, they're wondering, what's going to happen now? (laughs) Right? Right? I mean, they're probably like, okay, now does he just continue? Uh, you know, what's going to happen now? Uh, and he gives us this instruction he gives about not leaving Jerusalem and for, wait for the Holy Spirit, uh, which we'll, we'll talk about just in a second. But I want to I start with the question. They gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? Um, so what does that indicate about just what they were thinking, what their expectations were, or what they thought was next in the story?
1: Yeah, I think they were pretty uh, convinced of their perspective and convinced of their expectations that, you know, when Messiah, when the, the, the one who's going to reign from the lineage of David comes, he's going to restore Israel to its former glory. And we're going to have uh, peace from our oppression, peace from our enemies, We're going to be militarily strong. Um, You know, we're going to, you know, this is we're going to have success, and uh, this is their expectation. This is what the king's supposed to do.
0: Make Israel great again, probably. Yeah, exactly.
1: Mm -hmm. Myga. I don't don't know the myga. Myga, right? (laughs) I don't. So uh, probably similar to David. You know, when yeah. restore the kingdom, right. the kingdom was split after Solomon, uh, uh, because of their rampant idolatry. And so the kingdom was unified for a very brief time, Saul, David, Solomon, and probably experienced its height, uh under David's later leadership, but also somewhat of Solomon's, the, the the wealth they had, the peace they had from their enemies, their national powerhouse for a time. So basically another way to put it is, you know, are are we going are we going back? Are we going backward? And I think the answer that Jesus gives them is no, we're going forward. It's gonna be different. I think, you know, I preached on this probably a month or more ago. You know, the the fu- fundamentalism says we need to get back. We need to go backward. That was the glory days. That was the time. This is the place we have to go backwards. And to have fundamentals is not necessarily a bad thing. To hold on to fundamentals is not a bad thing. But to think that the future is backwards is a bit... Uh, to me it's misheaded so fundamentalism becomes we're certain that the best way forward is backward the other side of that is progressivism is we need to we need to throw off everything Mm -hmm. and the only way forward is right yeah nothing about then was good so these are two dangerous things i think when we're talking about the future of the church is we have to go only backward or only forward and so that's that's a little bit of a tangent but i think part of the thing they're asking is are we going backwards and Jesus? Is like yeah. And I think it's interesting because in
0: what does even going backward mean? It doesn't necessarily, it means, that, yeah, the way I thought things were going to be the way I thought things should be the way I maybe I envisioned things were not even the way things actually were. Uh, and of course, in a story arc going backward doesn't even make sense mm-hmm. um, because unless you would believe that the whole point of Israel was to have kingdom and to live as a kingdom and have someone like David rule, um, if you think that was the whole point, well then, okay, well, that must be what, what it's supposed to look like. Um, and, and yet the story was so much bigger that that was the point for then but that was always supposed to point to something greater and bigger. Because uh, the inter- the weird thing, I mean, the interesting thing is he is going to establish the kingdom. Yeah. And he doesn't really say, it, it's, he, you know, he doesn't say, oh, you guys are so wrong. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, he's talking about the kingdom of God. This, 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 the thing that's going to, that's like starting, that's going to be starting here shortly when the Holy Spirit comes and they're baptized and and we'll talk about in a second is this church, this age we're in now, like that's the thing that was, that's one of the things that the whole Davidic kingdom was pointing towards. And so in a sense, the kingdom of God will be established on the earth in a different way, but in a way that's actually better and more of a fulfillment and obviously not, confined to one locality in the world, but it could be, you know, it's it's everywhere that the Holy Spirit can go, which is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in a sense, they're not wrong. They knew the kingdom should be established somehow. Mm-hmm. And that's part of like, this is how we get wrong, I think. We're partially right. And then we take that partial right thing and we just fill in all the blanks ourselves. Like yeah. This is what it's going to look like, Right. And that's, called, as you're saying with, you know, Americans and, you know, looking at the church. Well, the church should look like how I imagined the church was in 1965 or something yeah. or some magical date, which, you know, people, al- I mean, I, I was alive in 1965, but barely, um, So we don't even know. I mean, these people weren't alive when David was king, obviously. Um, And so, right, they've only heard about it. uh, And so it's the same sort of thing where this thing that we're imagining that we're going to go to the glory days, uh, you know, we're going to go forward to the glory days that look like back or not even look like back, look like I imagine back would have looked like. uh, And Jesus has something, yeah, no, this is a whole new season. This is a whole new deal now like you know when when the holy spirit comes maybe you'll begin to understand it more um but yeah this is a whole we're not going back i mean season two doesn't make sense anymore once we you know once we're done with season four season five comes we're not going go back to season two even though you like season two
1: <laughs> right 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 even though that's <laughs> the the, that was the best season obviously even though that was so, the best
0: season in your mind it doesn't make any it. sense now right Right. Like well, that's and I not think that's where happening.
1: we, and this is where we get into trouble. Like you're saying is we, we, it's not that we're wholly wrong. We get this perspective and, and, and we get this glimpse of truth and of God and others. And it's not that we're wholly wrong, but then where we go wrong is we fill in all the blanks for ourselves. And we become so certain about our worldview and about our expectations of who God has to be and what God's supposed to do that sooner or later, that's going to explode. And this is why, people I think are deconstructing their, their faith because there's so much certainty on matters that we don't have any right to be certain on. And, but then, then if you, this is where deconstructionism gets into trouble because then you toss everything out when you actually had that one part that was true and good and right. And then you just toss that out too, as, as opposed to deconstructing for the sake of reconstructing like you should yes. think through your faith you should you know you, you, you may need to go through a season of sifting and and pick it apart and why do i think this and why do i believe this and what does the bible say and what is what, what what is the community around me like revealing and all this stuff but it's for the sake of going forward it's to think it through forward not just to pick it apart to reject it that's that's the easy part yeah if you're looking if you're looking to another analogy is if you're looking to get a divorce uh you're gonna find every reason you can to see you look. Right. But if you're looking to deepen your relationship, you might find some problems there, but you're going to look for solutions. Yeah, I think that's right. I think
0: the, the things that I believe strongly by faith, I can, the, the, the more sort of essential and foundational those things are, the less I'm prone to this problem. Uh, the more that I, if I can go to scripture and directly see, okay, this is where I am in the story, uh, where this is the, what the church is supposed to be. This is who the community of God is supposed to be. This is what our mission is supposed to be. This is our future. I'm pretty sure of like that identity, mission, destiny, uh, yeah. who God is, who I am, in, you know, in general terms, uh, and the more that I expand that circle of I need to be certain about this and this and this and this, the more prone I am to this problem of, well, when one of these secondary things actually falls apart, then I I might... I, two things happen. I either double down mm-hmm. on that secondary thing and say, no, it didn't fall apart. No, it's still true. No, it's still true. And you become sort of out of touch in your own sub subculture. Or you, or you run the risk of... Well, the whole thing was wrong. When the whole thing was was not was never wrong. The 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 central part is true. It's just this need to expand the certainty of what I what I you know, what I have to strongly believe by faith then grows and grows and grows and grows. Um and for whatever reason, I think we're drawn to expanding our circle of certainty because faith is sort of uncomfortable. That if I believe that God's word is inerrant and, and, you know, that God is the Father and Christ and, and the Holy Spirit are triune God and they created things and they created me and that, that the fall happened and that, you know, Jesus comes to bring a redemption and we're in the church and we're on a mission and I'm in this community and I have a destiny with him you know, I, I might be forgetting something, but if that's the basic outline that whatever that I'm pretty sure from scripture, it's hard to miss those things. Mm-hmm. Now I can I'm free to sort of like, I'm not quite sure about this or I you know, I'm I'm refining my belief about that. Um that's actually the sweet spot. Um and for whatever reason it the I'm not sure about this or I'm refining my belief about that part really makes us nervous, I think. It or makes uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, it's like, well, you have, you're questioning your faith. Well, there's parts of my faith I'm not sure about. There's parts I'm pretty sure about. There's parts I'm not sure about.
1: Well, this is where, you know, I, I, use the word, uh, use the word. I don't think I have any South Carolina listeners. We might, but I use the word deconstruction in, um, a teaching team meeting and it, and it, it, it got nervous. Um, but, but the reality is people are deconstructing their faith. Yeah. and so how do we help them and how do we help us think through I, I i argued i hope that we all go through a period of deconstruction reconstruction to me that's how you grow it seems like life is a series about continuing to learn and the god we learned early on is really if we're honest it's really a caricature of the god that we mm-hmm. continue to get to know it's exaggerated features and yeah god is justice and god is love but the way I thought about that at twelve and twenty, I would say I'm continuing to refine those things. Uh, those are true. I'm just continuing to refine those things, but it makes us nervous, I think. And I think this is where doubt gets a bad rep in the church. And I think if if yeah. if we allow doubt to shepherd us, we can go deeper in our faith. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, certainty yeah. is. Go ahead. Well, I just I it's think just that's stuff, that... Stuff we've that said before.
0: Yeah, I think that that's. If, as an example, if because we, we did a whole cultural thing, uh, a cultural session on deconversion stories that have become sort of a thing on the Internet. If you Google them, people, you know, it, 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 it has all the earmarks of a conversion story. It's just going the other direction. Um, and there's all sorts of them. But a lot of them have to do with I grew up in a home where these things were taught strongly and they all came as a package. And often there are things about, you know, a six, six, hour day creation, 10,000 years ago, stuff about politics, stuff about, you know, cultural stuff that all seemed to be in the same circle of this all goes together. And then they grow older and one or two of those things, like their politics changes. Oh, that mm. caught, I've been, they lied to me about everything. Yeah. And then you have your deconstruction story, which is kind of what I'm t- – I mean, the circle of, of certainty is way too big there. And I think that's f- for us as parents, for, you know, that this is the basics. This is the foundation. This is the stuff we – it's okay if we disagree about – it's okay if I disagree with my kids about politics. Um, that's fine. That has nothing to do with the foundation of the faith. Um, and that's the part that – because we like to, our identity be, to be this whole encompassing – And I think that's partly what we see in, you know, in these disciples is, okay, all of the data is different than I expected, but I'm still going to try to shoehorn the new data into my old story. Like, oh, now you okay, all right, we, we were wrong for a while, but now you're going to establish the kingdom in the Davidic sort of sense. And he just sort of, Jesus sort of moves past that and says, gives him some instruction, don't go anywhere, don't do anything
1: basically yeah yeah you i don't i don't trust you guys yeah you're in the questions you're asking are not helpful right all right
0: like here's what you need to do nothing wait here uh and then the holy spirit will come just he said i told you about the holy spirit uh and then you will receive power uh so that's you know the holy spirit will come you'll receive power and then you'll have this with this mission of being my witnesses throughout the world um and so I guess let's talk about, you know, we don't, you know, in the, you know, 10 minutes or whatever we have left. Are we already at 25? About, wow. Let's talk about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But, you know, <laughs> so when he says the Holy Spirit's going to come and you'll have power uh, and you'll be on this mission, like what, what do you, just generally, what do you, what is he saying? What is he not saying?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think he's saying that. You know, when he said, I'm going away in the Gospel of John, it's good that I go away because I'll send you the Holy Spirit. And Jesus confined himself to a physical existence. And so when he ascends, he's still reigning. Uh, on This is what m- many scholars believe is the, the ascension of Jesus. Is, his is his installment on, onto the Davidic throne. And so he's reigning, um, but he sends the Holy Spirit so that the church can be empowered for their mission. This is a new uh, chapter. There's some continuations uh, from the Old Testament and from the old mission. There's not a complete obliteration of what God was doing. Um, but this is the introduction of a um, new character, so to speak, that is the church. Now Gentiles um, filled with the Spirit, uh, cover the earth, carry out the mission, no longer one local nation, um, theocracy, but an indigenous, um, transient tribal people moving mm-hmm. all over the world, um, being empowered by the spirit. So,
0: yeah, a whole new way of thinking about who the people of God are, mm-hmm. um, not people physically descended from Abraham or people converted, you know, uh, along the way. Um, you know but the the people who are called out people who are empowered by the holy spirit people who are together have this mission uh, no longer a, a, you know physical temple where god's presence physically was and the, you know all the sacrificial stuff that that was uh, done with with the with the, with the crucifixion uh, all of that's been replaced uh, and you have this new identity you're these this people and then you have this mission throughout the world. Um, and it's interesting. So uh, Acts 2 is, you know, the Pentecost, uh, 50 days after the, the Holy Spirit comes, and in, in a sense, the, what, he's, what Jesus is, is saying here happens. Uh, and I think it's pretty important to see Acts 2 in the light of Acts 1, where that's what Jesus was saying is going to happen. You're going to be empowered to carry out this mission. It's not like you're going to be able to do magic tricks uh, or whatever, you know, you're not superheroes, but you're going to be empowered to be transformed, to be objects of the mission, to bear the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, to bear the image of God more closely, to be, um, to have wisdom and faith to carry the mission forward. You're going to be empowered for the mission. And the mission is you're going to bear witness to the truth throughout the world. And that's basically, that's now the king. So in a sense, yeah, this is, I am establishing the kingdom. This is what it's going to look like, in a sense. I'm going to be ascended to heaven the throne. And this is the way the kingdom is going to be. And it's a whole new, it's a whole new deal. Uh, but it is not completely disconnected from the old deal. Uh, so it's part of the story. It all then makes sense in a totally unexpected uh, way. Uh, and of course they, they would have had no, I probably no idea what he was talking about then. Right.
1: right. right, right, right.
0: Um, yeah. I
1: don't think they, I, I mean, they definitely, if you read the book of Acts, uh, they don't get it. Uh, chapter six, they're still in Jerusalem. Chapter 10, they are, Peter's reluctant to get the gospel to the Gentiles. It's not like right. they're like, Oh yeah, cool. Um, now the gospels come forth they, they don't get it they're very slow um, and resistant and persecution comes and drives them out um, and then the gospel starts to spread in these other places and they're reluctant to go to the Gentiles so yeah what you have here in the notes old expectations and old habits you know they they do die hard uh they <laughs> yeah we're not even aware we have
0: them we're just we just assume it's going to be this way, and it's like yeah no I get it we're going to be you know yeah you said witnesses throughout the world but then wait wait what we're we're doing what like I get it in general but then what are we doing I'm sa- I'm talking to who we're going where like you said Acts six you know until uh, Acts seven the persecution comes, um they probably would have been content to try to form the Christian Church in Jerusalem, and. You know, invite people to come visit or whatever, yeah, right? Uh, which is kind of what they were doing. Uh, and it, part of, I mean, it's just an interesting, like, we don't have time for this, but like, this is perhaps a glimpse of how the will of God is done on the earth. Um, you know, we think, okay, the will of God is done on my life when I understand what the will of God is, mm-hmm. and He makes that clear to me, and then He helps me do it. Where, Um, I don't, I'm never fully going to understand what it is. And then probably he's going to have to push me off the cliff. Mm -hmm. Like, right. This is how he. you know, it's not like, okay, I need to explain it to you so you can do the right things. Uh, He explains it to us. And then sometimes he has to change the circumstances. So we have no choice. Um, You know, he scatters via persecution via something bad. He scatters them and accomplishes what he said they would be doing here. Um, so again, that's sort of an aside, but I kind of feel like, again, we don't need to be certain about how God's will is going to play out. We just need to be, you know, faithful and, and he'll push us forward. Um, so, all right, baptism in the Holy Spirit. Let's say something just quickly here because I don't think we're going to you know, get to Acts 2. Um, you know, it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't necessarily mean people have signed gifts or people can speak in tongues or heal or anything like that. I'm not saying those things don't exist because I don't have them, but uh, I'm not saying nobody else does. Uh, One of those things I don't need to be certain about. Um, God didn't need to tell me um, how he's going to distribute his gifts. Um, uh, But the point of it is I'm getting, we're getting gifts of the Holy Spirit so that the mission goes forward, so that we embody the mission, so that we carry the mission forward. If that means somebody gets some sort of gift that I don't have, well, that's great. Um, but it is for this purpose. It's not to, um, I don't know. I was going to say it's not to form my identity. It is to sort of to form my identity, but not in yeah, the way that I form it. Yeah, help shape our
1: calling it. and identity. I think that the one thing, the other thing to say here too is, you know, uh, in the church, often spiritual gifts are a source of tension and division, and that's never... Was never meant to be right. uh, the point, you know. You got Corinthians where there's a whole mess of um, yep. controversy over spiritual gifts and divisions and inflation. And I have the gift of prophecy, so I'm better than you. Or you have right. the gift of tongues, so you're better than me. And that that's just a sad state of affairs. But it's 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 us looking for probably fearing we're insignificant uh, so that we can make ourselves significant with the gift of the holy spirit but as you said that the point is to serve uh, the church to reach outsiders you got evangelism you got giving uh, you got teaching and leadership Um, all those things are for the service of the church and to reach uh, Mm -hmm. outsiders yeah and
0: we will be empowered to bear the fruits of the spirit as well, which uh, they go together, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, uh, which we can't do. We, we are unable to, to do without, you know, without the, the Holy Spirit uh, empowering us uh, to the degree that we're called to, to do them. Um, and again, even that is for the point of bearing the mission, being the mission, carrying the mission forward. Um, which is the part of the story we're in now. And, you know, we see that in the church age. A, a, another, this is another uh, aside. I was thinking of it when you are talking about Corinthians, where it's another interesting a sort of redeeming thing about how God's will is done. Like a lot of things we know about uh, in the New Testament, or even the Old Testament, is because somebody was messing it up and then somebody had to teach and because they were messing it up we have all this teaching on the subject um so now it's more clear to us because they were messing it up right absolutely most
1: uh, that's a hands down true once you dig into why the letters in the new testament were written it's mostly as a response to people getting it wrong it's not a well jesus taught this and this is a continuation of that so we're going to go ahead and take action on it and teach it's more like Oh gosh, this group of believers is way off point on this. Right. We need to correct this doctrine, and this church is—you know—we got. To, so most of it is a response to either potentially dangerous or heretical teaching, or dysfunction in the church, and we got to address the the dysfunction in the in the body.
0: Yeah, and you know, I mean, Romans might be the only example where because he, he hadn't been there yet and so he basically mm-hmm. lays out again that's a situation where he since he hadn't been there he sort of lays out the whole theological system which is the only place that we have you know we have that all laid out in one in one spot um yeah uh, so again um god moving the mission forward in ways that are probably unexpected uh, uh to us and probably should be encouraging that our mess ups uh, can be redeemed and used to move the mission forward um So uh, I guess the question that I want to sort of in closing. So then, is this how we think of ourselves when we think of ourselves in the church, when we think of the church, when we think of us? Is this who we think we are or if not, why not? Does that make sense?
1: I think so. Yeah, I don't know if this is who we think we are. Um, for whatever reason, I think maybe the way we think about ourselves is formed strongly um, just in our own culture and what we're inundated with. And I don't know if we... I think it's harder uh, to identify ourselves as the new mission, as the continuation, as, no, I will receive power from the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and right. bear witness uh, to the end of the earth. So, yeah, I don't know.
0: I think it would be helpful if we did, but I think, I don't know that we, I mean, I think it's natural to think of ourselves as a personality, a uh, professional station or neighborhood, you know, or socioeconomic demographics or all the cultural things. It's hard to not think of yourself in that sense. Uh, but even, and then we then maybe add some Christianity to that as a, as mm-hmm. like an added bonus, uh, uh, or that then flavors the rest of those things, um, instead of like, this is who I am, essentially, this is the essential part of the story that I'm in, uh, and, um, that, uh, you know, this is who I am, who I should be, uh, and, you know, I, I, I think, Instead of some sort of transactional single thing, you know, this this I'm this person, and then I would become a Christian, and, uh, you know, I, I you know, a positive transaction has occurred, uh, where you know what's laid out here uh, in Acts one is a whole new whole new deal, uh, and I just think probably embracing that whole new deal uh, is, you know, is what we ought to be. Th- Uh, how we ought to see ourselves that we're the people of God we're the continuation of his mission we've been empowered by the Holy Spirit uh, and that we're being transformed by the Holy Spirit and that our destiny is to be faithful to that mission in some way in the future that uh, we don't completely understand uh, but we trust him with it so I'll probably just leave it there Um, a lot lot more I could say or we could say uh, but as we think about who we are and the mission we're in, that we are empowered by the Holy Spirit. And we'll call that one. We'll be his witnesses around the world. Uh, and that's who uh, we're called to be. Uh, so let's uh, live in that power and for that mission. Uh, grace and peace. Thanks for listening to Rogue Table Talks, a Calvary Church media productions podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts.